0: Welcome to the Healing Lifestyle Design Podcast with me, Kelly Bradley. This podcast is all about the power you have within you to heal you. In this podcast, I dive deep into what it takes to truly heal from the root cause level. Join me and other experts in the fields of self-healing neuroscience, epigenetics, mind-body healing, emotions, and more so that you can design and live a life that heals you. Welcome to today's podcast with human design expert, Kelly Joseph. I first came across Kelly after listening to a podcast on human design. I was like, why didn't I hear of human design before? I immediately went to the website, scrolled through the human design coaches, and knew instantly that Kelly Joseph was for me. I scheduled an appointment and spent that whole week diving deep into human design, and I love it. In my work, as most of you know, I help you uncover your true self, take off the masks, and unveil or unleash your true self. Your true self is always within you. We just get conditioned by our parents, the world, cultural and systemic norms, and more. Human design can give you insights into you a lot faster than doing the inner work, but you still need to do the inner work. So it can give you insights into you, the true you, along your journey. You still need to do the inner work, but human design can give you insights to be curious about, to ask more questions about, because remember, we need to ask the right questions. During my first session with Kelly, she hit on so many topics of my human design that were just spot on. I was like, yep, 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 that's me. Most things I had already unveiled about myself with my many years of inner and self work, but it was so gratifying to be seen and heard by this tool called human design, And to know that I truly am becoming more of my true self every single day. And that is my intention, to radically be my true self. And that's my intention to help other people become more of their true self every single day. It's powerful. And we need to know and radically be our true self to heal. So here's a bit more about Kelly Joseph. Kelly's passion is to guide women to honor their unique energy and put self-care first to tap into their passions. She is a human design expert, and by following her own human design, she has been led to create and own Buffalo Bar and Breath. She uses human design as the tool to help people become self-aware and then Buffalo Bar and Breath is where they work on cultivating lasting change. Her family is everything to her and her main mission in life is to create epic memories with the ones she loves. I love that. That's why she says self-care is number one. She is also a certified health coach. When she is not moving and shaking, she loves diving deeper into human design. When she is not having fun with all things wellness, you can find her with her two kids or her amazing husband listening to country music on the beach somewhere tropical. And I have to say, I love my country music too. Okay, enjoy the podcast. Today, we're going to talk about human design
1: which I am new to, and you were my first introduction to it. And as you know, I work with women who are experiencing chronic conditions, including pelvic pain, and every podcast conversation my work has, it's all having to do with how we can heal at that root cause level more. And a big part of the work that I do is helping people uncover their true self. And live in alignment with that. So if you could start, Kelly, with a little bit about your story, how you came to human design, and then we'll get into what human design is and how we can use it to assist with our own healing journey. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. So I know for a fact that the universe works in amazing ways and there was a reason that we were connected (laughs) because obviously the Kelly factor. But beyond that, it is just amazing that you work with um, pelvic pain, pelvic issues, healing chronic pain, because that is my journey. Um, I'm so honored to be here on your podcast, because I'm learning so much from you. And I love your approach, because it is so spot on with what I believe as well. Um, So long story short, I really have always had pelvic issues, as I reflect back. You know, the more you become so self-aware, it's healing. That's why I love human design. Um, and I struggled, be, you know, before I do, I have two beautiful children. They are gifts because back in my early 30s, when we started to try to have kids, I just assumed it would have just happen. And let me tell you, it was anything but. I struggled um, with infertility. I had four miscarriages prior to finally having a child I and that really put me on the path. That was actually my first real true test my my um, that trauma that I went through really was a gift because it just really helped me say no i'm not i'm not going to just listen to the mainstream doctors this is something about it my intuition was working back then too whether it was you know fine-tuned as fine-tuned it wasn't as fine-tuned as it is now but i knew there was something more and that began my journey i just started to learn and grow and um, change my diet i got certified as a holistic health coach i just went down that path and um didn't even know it back then i had energy healing done i just kept i tell my clients as well it's like fill your tool belt fill your tool belt there wasn't one thing that that helped me it was a a plethora of the things that worked for me and i just kept trying different holistic approaches and never giving up and so eventually i had my children i did have two c-sections um and after my second my daughter, my beautiful daughter, she's also one of my greatest lessons in life, um, I began to really experience a lot of pelvic issues. Um and, and it's been a journey since and I really have been healing little by little. Everybody thinks healing just happens overnight and I know you feel the same way. This is a lifetime journey. (laughs) And I really try to step back, right? And be like, no, look at how far. When I start to get down on myself with it, I look back and I say, wow, this is how far I've come. And I try not to take the role of regret. Um, I I had, eventually, I had, um, I was just having so much pressure, so much pain. I had these, uh, they told me I had pelvic congestion syndrome. And I had two surgeries. the first didn't work, I had the second, that didn't work. Then I moved on and had a hysterectomy um, still inc- still experienced the pain. And so this has been a journey for me for sure. but I will tell you, knowing what I know about human design had I, and I know there's no regrets, but had I known this information earlier in my life, I just feel like I could have saved myself several surgeries. But yep. I know, based on my human design as well, I'm here to experience and go through the trial and error because I'm here to be that person for others to share my wisdom, but also share my stories of overcoming. Um, and so I truly, I, I as much as I wish it was a little easier, I know that it is, it happened perfectly for me to start to share um, my own stories with it And. Since knowing about human design it's really helped me figure out okay on a deeper level where am i misaligned where is my energy off and i remember saying at one point through my healing journey because there's a lot of roller coaster ups and downs it's that happened because of everything um but i just kept telling my husband something is off with my energy and back then i didn't know about human design Um, And I just, I I would say it over and over again, something is off with my energy. Eventually, I I found this business um, course that had to do with um, kundalini yoga, and um, I'm really into movement. Movement is part of my chart. Movement is, I'm also into the gene keys, which movement is huge in there. I just message with a movement. I remember I had a a huge intuitive hit one day, and it was movement with a message. Um, And so... I took this business course. It was a kundalini business course. And lo and behold, she asked us about our human design. And I was like, I have no clue what this is. Let's figure this out. I was late to the game. Everybody else had known about it. I don't know where I missed that message or whatever. And I was like, oh, I have to hurry up and figure this out. And the minute (laughs) I figured out my human design, I literally cried. And I was shaking. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? And I felt so seen and heard. And that's what human design really has done for my clients um, and for my friends, those that are receptive to it. It helps you feel seen and heard. So long story short, human design is really the study of your energy. It's the study of your aura. And they always say your aura introduces you before you do, right? we've We've all been in experiences where... You meet someone or someone walks in a room and we're like, wow, like your energy is amazing. On the flip side, we've also been in situations where we're like, Ooh, ah, I'm not I'm not feeling their energy there. Right. And that's what human design is. It's it's how we interact with the world using our unique energy and your energy blueprint, I like to call it, is as unique as your fingerprint. No one is, is designed like you. And that's the magic. And when we start to realize, whoa, I'm trying and pushing so hard to be like everyone else. Whereas in reality, I need to stop that fight and push and grind and start to live as me. And it's like your own energy map. The more you experiment with it, the more empowered you feel, the more in flow you will be in life. Um, And it just becomes easier and easier the more you experience um, the design. You live into your design, and you just realize you ultimately don't need to be fixed. You just need to return to who you truly are meant to be. And the more I do that every day, I heal more and more every day. And it's just my mission, my passion to help other women um, really become self-aware using this tool. And, of course, I love tools. I Like I said, I fill my tool belt. This isn't the only thing I use, but it is definitely on the top um, of my list. And it's just that tool to use to, to get some answers, to have a starting point, to lay the groundwork for moving further into self-care practices that you talk about, like meditation and um, I do breath work and mindful movements um, journaling all of these things and it's just a starting point instead of kind of aiming at nothing you have this tool this your blueprint to use to really glean so much magic
1: that's how when you did find like, human design i don't know if i'm saying that correctly but when i found human design and you what is the correct saying there you you read my
2: charts Yep, you got it. And I call it a blueprint, blueprint or chart, a map, whatever you want to call it. It's it's a chart. It looks foreign when you look at it. Um, oh
1: my it definitely
2: looks like a different no- language.
1: Yes. Um, but when you read my chart and we did that session together, it was so spot on in so many ways. It was the first time that other than going through the journey that can take so much time and questioning and being like, like what is going on? It was the first time that I was like, oh my god, like this is me, and it's okay to be just me. And I think it was maybe because I was a generator, or maybe the four or six. You tell me but something about there's three sections of my life. And that first part was kind of making the mistakes. Second part is kind of um, continuing to learn from those mistakes. And it's not so the third part of my life that um, I wouldn't say success, and, and you can verbalize this better than I can, but that I really come into me. And I feel like ever since I was um, probably a teenager, I had this feeling like I had to be perfect at that point. And just you saying that gave me permission to just be more. And that's a huge part of my own healing journey is doing less, being more, but just yes. hearing that gave me permission. I'm like, oh, man, if I would have only known that before, I could have taken the pressure off of myself way back right, then. Right. And just knew that, oh, this is a time in my life that I'm just learning lessons. I can play. I can explore. I'm not supposed to be the leader yet. Um, so is there anything you want to I, say just about that?
2: Oh, my gosh, so much. So much, I, I love it. I, mean, I have goosebumps, actually. I just, I know I meant to bring this. I just love it. I love that you said this. It's so eye opening. So yes, okay. So Kelly is a four six profile, and there's different parts of your chart. Your type is number one in. um are on Kelly, or you you guide me if you want me to go over the types or what have you. I know it's very expensive. but Kelly has a four six profile, so that's six in her profile. Tell so much. It's it's your personality about how you use your energy. So you your first third of your life is you are a three like me. A three is here to experiment. Like I said, trial and error. Um, you're you're here to make the mistakes. There's no failure in those that first part of your life. That third, the first third. Then you've learned your trials and errors, and you are. During that second, mid part of your life, you 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 take a step back, you're kind of on the roof, you're viewing, you're watching, you're gaining this wisdom. Most likely a lot of um, people start businesses at this point. They are applying um, the, all the lessons they've learned from the first part. But all of it is working up to you becoming this role model. So I'm, I'm, I'm sure that that's probably what you were thinking. there. And we call the 4-6 the Regal Authority Figure you are here to be that role model and it's because of all those life experiences and i know you've had you have an amazing story too with everything that led you right to where you are right now all of that was a gift and then it was the wisdom you gained it to bring you into that role model phase and it is it's like when you hear that it's like the weight is lifted off of your shoulders because you don't feel like you're for me at least i always was like i thought i was going crazy like that i need to learn things on my own that I, I I do better when I someone can tell me don't touch the hot stove. <laughs> but I need to do it, and I see my kids doing it, too. This yes. helps so much with kids, by the way, too. So oh, um, it really goodness. is. It's this, just this permission, like you said, to step into that more. I have a one in my profile. This is the investigator in me. I've always been that way. I want to research it up and down and all around. You should see where I'm sitting right now. I have notes everywhere. That's what makes me feel safe. I used to feel kind of guilty or bad that i needed so much so much like safety and notes and research and all the courses that i take and there is an overload trust me that also plays a role but it is who i am it is what i am and i'm comfortable i just have this more confidence with it i can go into a human design reading look saying and kelly i think you probably remember me saying listen I have notes everywhere. This is just how I work. <laughs> okay. And I it just allows you to show up in your energy. And when we can show up in our energy the way it's meant to be aligned, that's powerful. That's magnetic. That's when we release the resistance and we start to feel more aligned, not the shoving, the pushing, the hustling, the grinding. And I know you said this. It's like the being. It's, it's more about the being. Um, and that is uh, we are so similar because that's my lessons in life as well. To um, be, I mean, that's the name of my 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 coaching program is Be. That's how powerful <laughs> it is to me. And it's through my own burnout, my own pains and issues that it led me to this. So, if it weren't for Human Design, I I really wouldn't have the business I have today. It's it's expanded. It's it's um, tapping into energy to really lean into your passions and purpose and you'll probably you probably talk about this all the time but when in terms of pelvic pain that's i mean so okay so every part of your chart has to do with different organs and um the chakras and you can really glean a lot of information and it's it's this pelvic area is your sacral area and it's this fulfillment right we when we're more fulfilled and we go after our passions we heal more and I know I'm getting ahead of the game here, but it it really is no, just the no, feeling. It's fantastic. It's, it. yep. it's yeah. It's like tapping in to your passions. You know, you'll sometimes we're like, no, I can't really do that. That's generators. Kelly's a generator, so a lot of the times generators are like they have these um gut feelings, but their mind gets in the way, and it's like I really love this. This is lighting me up. But then we shut it down. We shove it down with our brain saying, no, this is, we can't do this. And we reason ourselves out of it. But every time a generator does that, they're, they're shutting down that sacral, that, that fulfillment area. A lot of the times that has to do with your pelvic region, believe it or not. So Absolutely. the more you can step into that passion and not think of it as selfish. we we're here. I'm here to, and you too, we're here to show people, you have to put self-care number one. Self-care, wellness, passion, all of those things, it's not selfish. It's imperative to heal as a collective, to heal ourselves, to heal heal, um, our children, right? I mean, all the the knowledge we gain from this can only help them. So it really is, it's just all this information. And I know for me, I burnt out. I was do do doing, um, just doing what everybody, you know, told me to do told me what everybody thought was successful. I'm a projector, and our, my signature, which is how I know I'm on track, is success. Well, I was going for all the wrong things, and every time someone would say, you have to work longer. You have to work later. You have to work harder, and I would do it, and every single time, I, I just cringe when I look back. and I birth myself out, my sacral area out, doing that and not tuning into my own intuition.
1: Yep, and we're not taught to, and that's Even before finding human design, um, the idea of uncovering your true self-passion, living from your heart and soul, that was such a new way of being. It was so foreign because we're so masculinized in our culture or the masculine is valued that it's like, okay, we are going with our head, we are going for whatever mm-hmm. is going to get us success, to do what we think is the right thing to do. And, you know, looking back, again, lots of mistakes and learning lessons in those early years um, of making mistakes because I was, learning, I was living out of my head. Go to college for this, do this, and like you said, work long hours i mean i was waking up at three thirty in the morning going to the clinic doing my own exercise starting clients at five o'clock in the morning teaching continued education it, it was insane working wow out. and right. i too had infertility you know when we said okay we're going to start trying to have kids i thought <laughs> of course you know you go off the pill which is the pill of a whole other Issue mm-hmm. in regards to women's health care and causing infertility and hormone issues and all of that.
2: Absolutely. Um,
1: but I too, it took me, you know, two year over two years to even conceive. And I look back and I can remember going to an acupuncturist
2: who mm-hmm. gave me
1: ideas about food. And I was into this raw vegan thing. And in my mind, like even cooked food, I was so rigid. They were like, how about gardening? You need to calm down a little bit. I was like, what? I'm fine. (laughs) Like oblivious. Um, But that's just, you know, and just this morning I was writing something that I'm going to do another podcast on, just about the systems and cultural norms that are at the root cause of our dis-ease, especially for women. And a big part yeah. of that is, again, this masculinized culture, the go, 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 do, do, do. Yeah, it's that
2: conditioning of going and doing because uh, the world told us to be that.
1: Yes, yes. And that's really
2: missing, talking. like you said, that, that tapping into that self-awareness. And I will tell you, like, for your um, for your listeners who are newer, I was there. I remember. I've hired coaches. I've hired healers. I've done it all because I my investment in myself is, Number one in my world, you know, and I can remember in, in, a couple of years ago, um, I had like a straw that broke the camel's back, all related. I lost some hearing in my right ear because of my ad- adrenal fatigue and burnout, um, which is a whole other story. It just kept falling, snowballing. That was the last of the straw that broke the camel's back. And then I started to tune in. I was I was done reaching out there, like you had mentioned, and I was like, yeah. no, okay, that's not working. I'm super healthy. I was in the best shape of my life back then. I was so strict with my diet. I was, you know, a perfectionist really. All the things, right? So mm-hmm. when people would tell me, when my coach would tell me to tune in, that was hard for me to understand. And I know mean, you were saying that too. It's like it's a hard yeah. thing to grasp at first, but you eventually start to embody it. You you understand it. It's it's this um I feel like human design helps you. It's it's a it's a easier way to grasp that but you do have to go through it to get get through it but i know there's a thing that says something like um you you oh you go through it and grow through it and it really is it's, it's like you're um you'll get it eventually you just have to keep showing up you have to be, be consistent with that healing um and really be committed to it and then eventually you're like oh this is what it means to be tuned in to be self-aware but again it's human design is that thing for me that gave me direction when I had no clue what to do like if I were you know my coach would say meditate just sit and stay grounded that meant nothing to me at first I was like okay sure (laughs) but what does that really mean (laughs) human design helped me it helped me say all right this is where there's some conditioning going on It it shows you where you could possibly be conditioned and where you're, you know, more consistent. And I would say I can sit with that. I can heal through that, heal through the emotional aspect. So much is to do with emotions, right? And um, just everything. It's just that tool that you can start to pick and pull from to use with your self-care, to use on the journey to healing so that you're not just saying, okay, I'm going to sit here and tune in because <laughs> it is foreign for the new person, for someone who's just starting,
1: I think of the program, the Public Freedom Method program that I created, helping women to connect with themselves. And yeah. I feel like the program is a way to get them connected to themselves. And then, human design is this um, other way again, a tool to get even more connection. That idea of uncovering the true self can be so foreign, as you said. And if we start to say, okay, we're going to uncover our beliefs and cultivate new empowering beliefs. And in human design, if I'm hearing you correctly, and I think this is what I get out of human design too, it wakes you up to the ways that you've been conditioned. Emotions, soul, all of that soul being, again, the passion, like we were talking about. We gotta live from the heart and soul and not our head and conditioning. Um and, and let's talk Absolutely. a little bit more there about the radical self care. That's something I wanna just highlight that you said. Um I call it radical self care because I totally agree that if we if we choose to put ourselves first, we are better for fulfilling our life purposes. We are better parents, Um, and I didn't even get into doing a human design reading for my kids. But I would think if we know their type and all of that, like how amazing, and this is something I want to do with you in the future, um, understand them or to allow them to just be their true self. So Mm -hmm. two two topics there. One, the radical self-care. I just want to highlight 100% agree that we need to put ourselves first. We need to invest in coaches, guides, programs to help us connect with ourselves, that inner wisdom so we can know ourselves more. It's not necessarily investing in things to heal us from the outside, it's getting us connected within anything you want to say on that first yes 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 and i call it i call it the same I well i call it
2: radical responsibility for ourselves no one else is going to do it for you and no one will do it as well as you and yeah. the only one who truly knows you is you you know and it's it, it's taking back that that um power of not putting your health in the hands of everybody else, and I mean, I went through that with fertility it was It was so frustrated, no one would hear me, no one would listen to me, and so I do I agree with you wholeheartedly it's it's taking that responsibility, and it's hard it's messy it's showing up yeah. every day it's deciding okay, I'm going to sit with these emotions that are not fun. And i'm not going to judge myself i'm not going to (sighs) get so down on myself right and again kelly for you um one huge part of your chart if you don't mind me um talking about is your open um, emotional center which there's huge power knowing that that you're and what that means is she's considered non-emotional which really in reality those that have this white shape it's one of the this um, shaped on your chart, wide open. You're conditioned from the outside world. You're taking in all these emotions and everything from the outside world. When you take that radical self care, you start to sift through. Is this mine to deal with? Is this my feelings? Is this my emotions? And you can allow it to. Um, you're you allow yourself to start to really be so self aware. Like no, this is actually not my feeling that I'm feeling right now. Let's allow it to 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 go. Sift through like a screen instead of soaking it up and absorbing it, because like you said, that's what's causing dis-ease in people. When we're taking things as our own, those emotions that get trapped in our body, all of those things. So it is. It's that radical self care to to sit with it, to be with it, to listen every day, and know that it's the biggest investment you will ever make. That the 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 investment in yourself will be the biggest investment you ever make because. You can show up in your passions and purpose. And if there's ever a time in the world that we need to be doing that, it's right now. I, I believe that. And I know you do, too. I've I've heard you speak. And it's we're here to be in our gifts to heal the world. That's why we're here right now.
1: I remember when we were doing our call and you told me that about myself so with my reading. I was like, hell, yes. I had learning about emotions was such a huge part of my journey. I had no idea about emotions. I had no idea how to feel emotions, Mm -hmm. let alone to know if it was my emotion or somebody else's emotion. Like that was so messy, so foreign. And I literally had just an emotion coach for a while because I was like, what? Like I have no idea how to reassociate with the sensations in my body to understand the feelings in my body of these different emotions. So I think emotion in chakra two, again, in that pelvic bowl area, huge part for women and healing. Yeah, we need, I mean, first chakra, you know, safety, second chakra, emotion, third, it's just confidence in ourselves. I mean, all the chakras and then feminine masculine balance in the pelvic bowl. And, any woman experiences a chronic symptom, specifically pelvic pain, I 100% believe yep. we are meant to heal ourselves and then help to heal the world. And Absolutely. To allow that messy, because it is super messy, and the only way I feel we're doing work on ourselves, but also connecting with people like us having this conversation, knowing we're not alone. I know. That community to say, we're not crazy. We're not crazy. I want to live radically in my true self, in my purpose. I want to feel the feeling. Yeah. One day it can be higher level emotions, another day it could be lower level emotions. And to witness these things, radical awareness and be with it, sit with it, which was foreign to me, too. Like, sitting with mm-hmm. not judge. Like, even the term non-judgment, like, what was that? Like, I don't know. Like yes. I'm always judging myself. <laughs> like, how can't you judge uh-huh. me? Um,
2: It's so true. It's so true. Sometimes- I realized and learned myself that I was just, I mean, and I'm still healing from it, um, but it's this, I think a lot of women do this. We just Toughen up, you know, I toughen up. That's what we have to do. We just have to toughen up. And I would just shove the emotions in. Oh, I'm not, I would be like, oh, no, this is, like, so many people have it so much worse than me. Toughen up, Cal. And I would say that to myself. You're fine. Like, you need to stop being emotional about it. And I just, all I did, I was, I just kept shoving emotions in. I just kept shoving it in. Even, you know, the healing after a miscarriage, they were early miscarriages, but I would be like, oh, no, it was early, Toughen up." So, so many women have it so much worse, and that was my my um, safety, it was this, oh, you're fine, but that left me <laughs> a lot of healing, and I still, you know, still healing through all of that, digging up, okay, where did I not give myself that a time to bring up those emotions, like you said, and um, that is, that's that's a root of a lot of the pelvic issues and um, not speaking up for yourself and not clearing up old, um, you know, friction between people and uh, different parts of your life where you just didn't express your emotions and just shove them in instead of dealing with them. Because it's so much easier at the time, right, to say, oh, forget it, we're not going to deal with this, we'll just, we'll save it for another day, right? That's the easy path, but... The radical self-care, the radical responsibility is starting to say, hmm, hmm, how is this helping me in my healing? What can I bring up today? And that's enough for today. Knowing whatever's meant to be will come up. Yeah, Owning it, listening to yourself about it. You know, I have different things that come up all the time, and I'm like, wow, I never even dealt with that. I never even healed because, I, I th- like I said, it was just, oh, toughen up, you're fine, so many people have it worse, right? So that is a huge part of the healing with my pelvic issues.
1: Yep. And the awareness that it never it never ends in regards to our ability to be aware, learn our lessons. It's not like like even if symptoms fall away, and I do believe there comes a point that symptoms fall away. We are healed to the level that we don't have a um, we can release congestion Um, and let's talk Mm -hmm. a little bit about your passion and my passion too for movement breath work things like that to move the energy move the fascia move the tissue and just stuck energy in the body you know literally residue that gets stuck in the tissues And how powerful, again, other tools like movement and breath work, which I'll get into absolutely in in their own podcast in the future. But just speak a little bit about your passion and how that plays into your toolbox. Yeah. So it actually
2: led me, um, knowing my human design, my projector, 1-3 projector, um, and the way that I work best has led me to my my passion project which is part of my business it all goes hand in hand but I am the true you know story of human design being lived out um, Self-care movements is my I love it I it's just who I am especially movements of any sort so I literally just had to just my my authority, which is your decision making tool in your human design chart. And I followed it um, for a while. Um, projectors have to wait for the invitation. I literally was invited in to um, teach bar. I'm I'm a huge fan of bar, yoga, everything, any type of movement, which um, then led to the woman who I was teaching for moving and evolving herself into another energy aspect um, of health and wellness, which is part of my journey too. Um, but ending up taking her bar studio virtual because of the pandemic. And I have now my, created this amazing team of women um, who teach with me. And it's, it's a bar and breath studio. It's called Buffalo Bar and Breath. It's for anybody because it's virtual. Um, but we do things like yoga. We have yoga to move the energy um bar classes dance self expression is huge, huge self expression breathwork yeah. I teach breath work, another modality that um is was so foreign to me, um, but like I said, I loved Kundalini, and I hired a coach, and she kept saying, Your breathwork something with breath work, so I kept following the intuition, the things that lit me up, um, and yeah, so Not only do I read the chart, but I'm not fulfilled in just reading the chart, although I love it. I like to see it through. I like to help the clients actually just not let that chart sit there. I want them to take action on it and move. And it's a living document, right? So if we're moving through it, we're using it in our our movement for the day. You know, something comes up. You move that energy, right? Like you said, you're stretching out, you're breathing, you're doing those things, and everybody's different. And I truly believe your self-care is just as unique, right? Is, uh, your self-care will never look like anybody else's. And so often we think there's this prescriptive formula that this is what you do and this is the plan you follow and these yep. are the results you're going to get. And that's not what we stand for. It's truly you tapping in you're your own guru i teach people to really again trust that intuition trust um their design and start to create the self-care that lights them up that fits their needs and then that's empowerment within itself and it feels so good because we're more likely to show up for ourselves every day if, if it feels good right like a generator you're the generator so if you're doing something because someone else told you to do it and they told you this is the results you're going to get, so you're going to do that, do it, but you're not lit up by that, it's pointless for you to add that to your self-care toolbox. It's it's just causing friction and um, un- dis-ease, unease in, in yourself, right? The same with generators and food. It's like, you know, if someone says, okay, you should really eat Cal every day, that's your prescription, and you're like, I don't like it, I've never liked it why am I doing this to myself, right? And it's just finally saying, no, actually, I know the answers. No, actually, this is the way I'm going to do it because this is how I feel best. And it's just, again, being your own guru. I would say tapping into your own gurueness, being who you're meant to be.
1: And playing and experimenting. And I feel like in my younger years, I, in regards to movement work, I was using Pilates gyrotonic and yoga to treat patients, never really uh using traditional physical therapy, but movement was a passion. But I would I would take classes, I would do what the instructor said. And now through my healing journey, I find freedom in just moving. Like I'll go into my gym area. It's always heated up because I just love moving in the heat and just move my body, how my body needs to feel that day. And especially for me, like moving outside in nature, like my happy place right now is there's an outside field, taking the dogs up there and just walking and, and letting my body flow and not thinking like, is my pelvic floor in? Is my belly in? Like, I know when I used to take classes, and nothing against classes. This is just part of my own journey. I would want to do it perfect. I would want to do the perfect. The Pilates perfect. But again, having that toolbox. And you need to play and experiment.
2: What does my body need today? And that's what we should all be asking ourselves. What does my body need today? And really listening. Listening to that and getting grounded in that and then owning it, owning it, you know?
1: And and for all areas, for mind, what does our mind mean? What are our emotions mean? Mind, body, emotion, what does my soul mean today? And One day it might be, mm-hmm. I just wrote something about this the other day about food. One day it may be a big salad with fermented vegetables and bison on it or avocado. Another day it might be, ice cream, because it just makes you feel good. But one thing I do, I am very adamant about, is just make sure it's real food. Like, make sure there's no toxins and chemicals. Like, real food. But that's a whole other podcast. Uh, (laughs) One more thing I want to ask you about human design, and we got into it a little bit, but I just want you to expand a bit, is how we can use it in regards to parenting. So I used to be
2: a um, teacher. I actually taught kindergarten, first grade, second grade, and I was a liter- literacy specialist before I was a mom and started my own business. So I really have a space in my heart. I know I'm born to teach. It's part of who I am, part of what I offer. Um, and I have a place in my heart for kids, obviously. I have my own kids. I taught kids. It's such an amazing tool to use to help you parents better, to understand your, actually, even in relationships, you know, the dynamics of a relationship, believe it or not, the the person who brought human design forward, his name is Ra Uruhu, and I'll save the story for another day, but he, um, cr- it, it was brought forward for children, actually. Human design was made for children, so they didn't have to go through, they don't have to go through all the deconditioning. That we have and yeah. to make that, that, um, that deconditioning phase less. I mean, obviously we're all going to go, kids are still going to go through the conditionings. They're going to go through that stuff, but yeah. it's here to wake them up earlier to really tap into who they are earlier in life. And so when you can start to tap into their type, there are, um, four different types. Some human design, um, experts say five i say four and then there's a subtype so you have the generators which is kelly and then a subtype is a manifesting generator then you have projectors which is myself um they're about 20 percent of the population manifesting generators and generators are about 80 percent of the population then you have the manifestors they're about eight percent roughly and then you have reflectors which is one percent of the population when you start to learn this information first and foremost with yourself, always starting with you, and then you start to tap into the people you're around your children and how they operate, it just really is this understanding for others, understanding for your children, this empathy, this compassion you develop um, for people around you, especially um, parents of manifestors and projectors, reflectors, more, like, it's it's just so, such helpful information to really help you tap into helping them discover themselves, because we're really here. I, I, I listened to a podcast not too long ago about how we're here to guide them to discover for themselves, not to put yep. our beliefs on them and that's hard (laughs) i mean let's be real that's a challenge but i i just it was such a true statement that woke me up even more i'm like it's so true like just because i do something this way doesn't mean my children are a perfect example my son is a manifesting generator they have the most energy when they're lit up than all the the types and he's got such a leadership um such leadership energy in his charts um And I see it, and it's, you know, had I not known that, he can be what we would call bossy. (laughs) (laughs) And sometimes it's like, Jake, his name is Jake. Jake, let her try it out. No, Mom, this is the way it goes. This is how we're doing it. He creates this. He loves football. He's created a whole draft. I mean, he just goes, and it's in his chart. Because I know that, I'm not shoving it down. I'm not saying, no, you can't do that. I'm channeling in it in a better way. I ask the universe, I ask, how can I help him stay in this leadership role, but yet not be overpowering, right? It's just this compassion as opposed to just one-way thinking where, no, Jake, this is not the way we do it. This is how you're supposed to show up. You need to stop being bossy, right? That's just shutting down his gift. So human design is just wonderful for our children, it's so empowering, and it just helps me show up for them that much better. Be more patient, especially during pandemic when I'm teaching them. Am I perfect? Absolutely not. I was a teacher, and I even find it extremely hard to teach my own children. But had I not known if I, Human Design, I'll tell you, I would probably be going through another burnout right now um, because it, it's a whole my whole other job I do Wednesday, Thursday, Friday with them um and just knowing what type they are and how to kind of gear and channel that energy that they're they're growing up with it's really helpful really helpful even with my daughter she comes across as shy and um kind of impersonal at her at first but her chart her her energy is this um it's the one one of the gates in her chart is this um before she can get intimate which is friendships teachers anything There has to be a wall that breaks down energetically where she feels comfortable. That alone, that information alone about her helps me not get so upset and embarrassed when I'm around people and she won't say hi, right? Because we can start to create these award-winning stories in our heads. I'm a horrible mother. I can't even teach my mother or my daughter to say hi you know, and go, I, I, I was there. I mean, I I would be like, why can't she just say hello? And I do text, of course, help her to say that. But knowing, okay, she's got this energy where there's got to be a level of um, friction that is let down where she feels safe before she opens up her magic to people has helped me. It's it's just so powerful. And we just have all these ama- amazing magical little children around us. And it when you really can learn more about them, it really is just, it's powerful. It's powerful.
1: And it takes the pressure off of us to think like, I know my old way of thinking was, oh my God, I'm the parent. I need to teach them. Um, But really, it's just about, okay, the more I can become self-aware and know me, the more I can just witness what their true self is and allow that. So it takes pressure off of us and Mm -hmm. it allows us to be respectful of just their ways of being. Uh, That's the next thing I'm going to do with you, absolutely, is to do that. But I want to get the reading for my kids to start to uncover more of who they are via human design. I'm super curious about that. So, obviously, just getting into spouses and our husbands, <laughs> too. that right? yep. could probably solve a lot of relationships.
2: Oh, you don't even know. I could go down a whole other rabbit hole with that one, too. It, it really oh is. It's helped so much.
1: <laughs> Let's wrap it up there, and I want you to tell everybody to um, tell everybody how they can find you, your website, all that good stuff. And I'll also have everything linked in the podcast notes. But share anything that you want in regards to um, individualized sessions or whatever.
2: Sure, sure. So the easiest way to find me is real simple. My name is my website is www.dkellyjoseph.com. If you click on Start Here, that's actually going to show you where to begin. I know it's foreign to so many people. You can get your chart. I have a a link um, on my website under Start Here where you can find out what type you are. You know, you'll get your whole chart. It will look completely foreign. (laughs) Um, I have a little mini course. If you're like me and you want to know the ins and outs of what it really means, the back end of all the shapes and the profile, what does it mean? I have a blueprints of purpose in a weekend course and then of course if you wanted to actually get into what your specific chart means the story because all of it comes together as a story i do do readings i offer one-to-one coaching um then of course the 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 self-care aspect of it is my com. so i have lots of things that kind of all go hand in hand um but the KellyJoseph.com is probably the best spot and of course I'm on Instagram um I also have a group that's called human design plus self care plus mindset for the modern mom um that is open for anybody to join as well
1: mm, i love it and and something i, I love too about uh, these conversations is you know, sometimes in the past I would think, gosh, I'm crazy because I have all these different interests. And putting them, like some people can just have one job and be fulfilled that way. (laughs) Right. Like myself too. It's like dabbling in all these different things, creating something, putting it out in the world, then creating something else. And then, um it just, it lights me up when people are following their joys and their passions, just like you are. So thank you for having this conversation with me.
2: Oh, my gosh, my pleasure. And it's it's true. And I've, I'll tell you, though, as a side note, being a projector, I have to v- be very careful because our energy is not like a generator on how I approach it. Um, yeah. So I have done the work behind it because I could very easily... Start to just go overboard. It's it's in my nature to do that, but um knowing the human design has just helped me say, okay, where am I spending my energy? It all goes hand in hand. But yeah, it's like that. Uh, human design is the self-awareness. Then you have the mindful um, movements, and it just got goes so hand in hand that I really had to tap in and say, okay, should I let one go? And I couldn't. I was I would have been so upset to let something go. So that's how you know, you go with it.
1: (laughs) So glad that we've connected in the world. And I'm excited to to learn from you and uh, help women together and help each other on our own healing journeys. Oh my gosh, it was a pleasure
2: to talk to you. And thank you so much for having me.
0: I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Now it is your turn to take action. It doesn't matter how much knowledge you have, the only way you will heal you is if you take action on what you are learning. That is why I call my work Healing Lifestyle Design. Healing is a daily practice in becoming the person you need to be to heal, retraining and rewiring your brain and body becoming aware, uncovering your truths, making choices, taking actions, messing up, failing, learning the art of course correcting, and getting right back into the healing game. It is a game, you need to be playful with it. Have fun, be curious. As I always say, you need to put your detective hat on, be curious, gather clues, and release the judgment. You got this, everyone can heal including you.